All right, so grade four, today we are on episode 29. We just finished off um, the stories being told from Justin's perspective. So Justin is the boyfriend of Augie's older sister, Olivia, also known as Via. And we ended off where Justin had walked Justin to the bus stop. Uh, Augie's mom had asked him to wait there. They had a little bit of a chat. Um, and Julian and Henry and Amos came up uh, behind Jack Will from the store and were sort of bothering him. And Jack Will, in a roundabout way, let Justin know that they don't like him at school because he's friends with Augie. And Justin stood up for Jack Will and told the boys basically to leave him alone. All right, so the next chapter is called Rehearsal. Again, remember we're from Justin's point of view, right, the boyfriend. So, and, the, and he's practicing to go into this play called Our Town. The play is taking up most of my time as we get closer to opening night. Lots of lines to remember, long monologues where it's just me talking. Olivia had this great idea though, and it's helping me. I have my fiddle with me on stage and play it a bit while I'm talking. It's not written that way, but Mr. Davenport thinks it adds an extra folksy element to have the stage manager plucking on a fiddle. And for me, it's so great because whenever I need a second to remember my next line, I just start playing a little soldier's joy on my fiddle and it buys me some time. I've gotten to know the kids in the show a lot better, especially the pink-haired girl who plays Emily. Remember that is Miranda, right? The friend of Via. Turns out she's not nearly as stuck up as I thought she was, given the crowd she hangs out with. Her boyfriend's is Bill's jock, who's a big deal in the varsity sports circuit at school. It's a whole world that I have nothing to do with, so I'm kind of surprised that this Miranda girl turns out to be kind of nice. One day we're sitting on the floor backstage waiting for the tech guys to fix the main spotlight. So long, how long have you and Olivia been dating? She asks out of the blue. About four months now, I say. Have you met her brother? She says casually. It's so unexpected that I can't hide my surprise. You know Olivia's brother, I ask? Bia didn't tell you. We used to be good friends. I've known Augie since he was a baby. Well, yeah, I think I knew that, I answer. I don't want to let on that Olivia had not told me any of this. I don't want to let on how surprised I am that she called her Via. Nobody but Olivia's family calls her Via. And here this pink-haired girl, who I thought was a stranger, is calling her Via. Miranda laughs and shakes her head, but she doesn't say anything. There's an awkward silence, and then she starts fishing through her bag and pulls out her wallet. She rifles through a couple of pictures and then hands one to me. It's of a little boy in a, in a park on a sunny day. He's wearing shorts and a t-shirt and an astronaut helmet that covers his entire head. It was like 100 degrees that day, she says, smiling at the picture, but he wouldn't take that helmet off or anything. He wore it like two years straight. In the winter and the summer at the beach, it was crazy. Yeah, I've seen pictures in Olivia's house. I'm the one who gave him that helmet, she says. She sounds a little proud of that. She takes the picture and carefully inserts it back into her wallet. Cool, I answer. So you're okay with it, she says, looking at me. I look at her blankly. Okay with what? She raises her eyebrows like she doesn't believe me. You know what I'm talking about, she says, and takes a long drink from her water bottle. Let's face it, she continues. The universe was not kind to Augie Pullman. All right, the next chapter is called Bird. Why didn't you tell me that you and Miranda Navis used to be friends? I say to Olivia the next day. I'm really annoyed at her for not telling me this. It's not a big deal, she answers defensively, looking at me like I'm weird. It is a big deal, I say. I look like an idiot. How could you not tell me? You've always acted like you don't even know her. I don't know her, she answers quickly. I don't know who that pink-haired cheerleader is. The girl I knew was a total dork who collected American girl dolls. Oh, come on, Olivia. You come on. You could have mentioned it to me at some point, I say quietly, pretending not to notice the big fat tear that's suddenly rolling down her cheek. She shrugs, fighting back bigger tears. 
It's okay, I'm not mad, I say, thinking the tears are about me. I honestly don't care if you're mad, she said spitefully. Oh, that's really nice, I fire back. She doesn't say anything. The tears are about to come. Olivia, what's the matter, I say? She shakes her head like she doesn't want to talk about it, but all of a sudden the tears start rolling a mile a minute. I'm sorry, it's not you, Justin. I'm not crying because of you, she finally says through her tears. Then why are you crying? Because I'm an awful person? What are you talking about? She's not looking at me, wiping her tears with the palm of her hand. I haven't told my parents about the show, she says quickly. I shake my head because I don't quite get what she's telling me. That's okay. Say it's not too late. There are still tickets available. I don't want them to come to the show, Justin. She interrupts impatiently. Don't you see what I'm saying? I don't want them to come. If they come, they'll bring Aki with them. And I just don't feel like... Here she's hit by another round of crying that doesn't let her finish talking. I put my arm around her. I'm an awful person, she says through her tears. You're not an awful person, I say softly. Yes, I am, she sobs. It's just been so nice being in a new school where nobody knows about him, you know? Nobody's whispering about it behind my back. It's been just so nice, Justin. But if he comes to the play, then everyone will talk about it. Everyone will know. I don't know why I'm feeling like this. I swear I've never been embarrassed by him before. I know, I know, I say, soothing her. You're entitled, Olivia. You've dealt with a lot your whole life. Olivia reminds me of a bird sometimes, how her feathers get all ruffled when she's mad. And when she's fragile like this, She's a little lost bird looking for its nest. So I give her my wing to hide under. All right, the last part's called the universe. I can't sleep tonight. My head is full of thoughts that won't turn off. Lines from my monologues, elements of the periodic table that I'm supposed to be memorizing, theorems I'm supposed to be understanding, Olivia, Augie. Miranda's words keep coming back. The universe was not kind to Augie Pullman. I'm thinking about that a lot and everything it means. She's right about that. The universe was not kind to Augie Pullman. What did that little kid ever do to deserve this, his sentence? What did the parents do or Olivia? She once mentioned that some doctor told her parents that the odds of someone getting the same combination of syndromes that came together to make Augie's face were like one in four million. So doesn't that make the universe a giant lottery then? You purchase a ticket when you're born and it's all just random whether you get a good ticket or a bad ticket. It's all just luck. My head swirls on this, but then softer thoughts soothe, like a flattened third on a major chord. No, no, it's not all random. If it really was all random, the universe would abandon us completely, and the universe doesn't. It takes care of its most fragile creations in ways we can't see, like with parents who adore you blindly, and a big sister who feels guilty for being human over you, and a little gravelly-voiced kid whose friends have left him over you, and even a pink-haired girl who carries her pic your picture in her wallet. Maybe it is a lottery, but the universe makes it all even out in the end. The universe takes care of all of its birds. All right, we're going to stop there, grade four. The next chapter, we're moving back to the perspective of August.